Hey everyone, it is your host, Sadie McFadden, and today is the fourth airing of our new show, I'm sorry, called NFS Channel. As CFRC's Community Arts Coordinator, I want to use this platform to uplift artists during this pandemic as local arts are hit artists. As the vaccine rollout occurs, it feels like we are reaching the brighter end of the dark tunnel that has been COVID-19. This show hopes to highlight the events in Kingston's art industry, whether they be online or in person. There are lots of local arts events going on this week in Kingston. First up, for the entire month of June, you can partake in the annual Beat Beethoven run held by the Kingston Symphony. Try to finish either a 4km walk or an 8km race before the Kingston Symphony finishes playing 50 minutes of Beethoven's classics through your earbuds. Registration ranges from $30 to $40 for adults and $10 for children under 10. And you're guaranteed a t-shirt with your registration. Sign up and go explore the beautiful area as we welcome in the summertime. In addition, anyone walking through Victoria Park should keep an eye out for new art installations this week and maybe even see a picture of them to the city of Kingston. It is also Pride Month right now, and the Real Out Summer Showcase has two incredible virtual works that you can access online right now. Intangible Queer, a hybrid of theater and film from Kingston's own Yikes, a theater company, explores questions and unpacks the relationship between self-identity and community in a wholly unique way. Inspired by David Lynch's Mohan Drive, tickets are available on Real Out Showcase's website at $20 each. Also available are the Limestone City Pride Shorts, a collection of three documentaries and one narrative that examines true stories of queerness in Kingston between 1995 and 2018. Lastly, the Festival of Digital of Live Digital Art, or FOLDA, is back for its fourth year with a lineup of live digital performances made specifically for an online environment. From the 9th to the 13th of June, come partake in seven innovative works that will push the boundaries of digital art. Let's give a listen to Kingston's own Oak Ridge Avenue's Sherry. Job 
today I am joined by Sean Patterson from none other than Oak Ridge Avenue. Welcome, Sean. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. You actually just heard Sherry, which is one of Oak Ridge Avenue's songs that was released off of their album, uh, which is called Endless Nights. So, Sean, welcome to the show. Um, I was just wondering if you could tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your musical journey. Yeah, sure. So um, my name's Sean. Uh, I've been uh, in Kingston pretty much my whole life, with the exception of uh, going away for a few years of school. Um, and I started playing guitar when I was about 13, give or take, which I guess makes it 13 years now that I've been playing. Um, and really started getting into performing a few years later uh, when I started busking downtown. Mm -hmm. um, I was pretty much a regular down at Market Square for a good four or five years busking, uh, which actually sort of helped pay my way through college a little bit. Um, and then had various uh, bands and things through high school, uh, one of which was with um, Alex Amy, who is the bass player for Oak Ridge Ave now. So we've been playing together for quite a long time. Um, and then I joined Oak Ridge around about 2015, I think, uh, in a previous iteration. And the, the current uh, lineup uh, has been playing together since about 2018. Uh, so it's been a really good, uh, good time with those guys. We've got uh, some really cool new stuff that we're working on and, um, and putting out Endless Nights uh, in 2019. Well, actually 2020, this last year, was a, a really big sort of... Uh, stepping stone for us uh, as we, we hadn't put out like a, a really big body of work that we were super proud of yet and uh, and that was definitely one of them yeah did endless nights the album come out during the pandemic it did indeed that wasn't the original plan we had uh all these grand plans for a big uh, album release party at blue martini and uh, it was slotted for april um of 2020 and we still ended up releasing the album on the same day um, just because we, we felt it had been waiting long enough uh, and people really wanted to hear it. But uh, yeah, it was it was not quite the same doing a live stream, chatting about the album and listening through it. But, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to make up for that pretty soon. Yeah, hopefully we will be able to get back to some in-person performances. Speaking of performances, um, what are I know that you uh, that Oak Ridge Avenue has had a performance coming up at the Isabel that would be live streamed, and I know that that has been um, rescheduled over and over again. But do you have anything else that you have been working on? Yeah, uh, on and off. I mean. But like you say, with the, the Isabel Bader live stream, that was meant to happen in April, lo and behold. Uh, <laughs> and now it's happening in August. Uh, it's just been pushed and pushed uh, as uh, restrictions have, have sort of stuck around, unfortunately, through the spring. Um, but uh, we're, we're also um, starting to think about um, planning some, some outdoor gigs towards the end of the summer, um, if possible. And uh, also, um, while we're sort of out of action as far as live gigs go we're, we're doing a lot of writing and demo recording for our next record uh, which is very exciting um, so we're, we're working on new stuff uh, some really cool music I think and um, 
yeah, we're, we're in the process of uh, starting that as well. Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, so let's actually take a listen to Oak Ridge Avenue's new song that is called Endless Night, Jasmine's Remix. Yes, yes, the song Endless Nights came out in 2020, but the remix is new. All right, so let's give a quick listen. Thank you. 
Wow, I really do love the remix version. I obviously also love the uh, original, but it's such a different vibe. Like I can, when I hear the original, I can imagine, you know, just walking down the street, listening to it and just kind of doing like a little, you know, like a little dance. But (laughs) when I listen to the remix version, I feel like that could be playing at like a club and everyone's just like dancing really hard and there's like a beat drop and everything yeah yeah it's definitely a a different vibe which is um one thing i really like about it so uh, actually jasmine's uh is the uh, is actually my cousin scott um jasmine's is his last name and also the stage name that he goes by for his uh, edm stuff and um basically i approached him a few months ago, actually a little over a few months ago, when I had re- uh, finally received the stems from our record um, to sort of mess around with. And I sent them his way and said, here, have at it if you want to you know, mess around with these and uh, see what you come up with. And then he sent me a couple samples of um, just like 30 second sections of what he'd been doing with the song. Uh, and I was like, these sound really, really cool. You should turn this into a full on remix and we'll put it out on our uh, on our Spotify and everything. So he, he worked on it pretty hard for about a month and a little bit of back and forth uh, between us and then it was ready to go. So yeah, it was, it was a cool project. Yeah, it's super cool that you were able to collaborate like that during COVID, which I know a lot of artists have been really struggling with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a nice, easy thing to be able to do from home for both of us. So that was cool. Yeah, are there any other ways that Oak Ridge Avenue has been impacted by COVID-19? Oh gosh, so many. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the first and foremost and the biggest thing is just not being able to play live in person because mm-hmm. uh, that's our bread and butter really. Uh, it, it's the reason we do what we do. It's our favorite um, part of the of the job, so to speak. Um, so that's been a real, real hit to us. Um, but we're, we're still, uh, writing and working on new music and looking forward to future projects. Obviously, we will want to hit the ground running when the time comes. So we're basically just holding off and, and gearing up for that. Um, and uh, hopefully playing really, really, really loud, sweaty in-person <laughs> shows before too long. Really, really loud, sweaty shows. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That sounds amazing. Um, dude, before COVID, uh, where was your spot to be as far as performance-wise goes? Oh, there are a handful. Um, the Toucan is a really, is like home base for us. It has been for a long time. We've played there more times than I can count, really. Um, and it was one of the last places we played before uh, the first lockdown. So um, it'd be nice to get back there and, and play again uh, when that becomes available. Um, we've also... Uh, I mean, we we played around town quite a bit, uh, sorry, around um, Southern Ontario as well quite a bit. So we played at the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto a couple of times, and we were sl- slotted to have a really sweet show uh, in July of last year at the um, at the Horseshoe, but unfortunately that didn't happen. But uh, yeah, like basically anywhere that'll have us, we'll we'll tend to play. But uh, we have some some favorites as well for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, I was reading on your website that someone in the band went to Berkeley. 
sort of yes and no <laughs> it's uh it's a little it's one of those things that we put into the bio just as a little extra spice and flavor um i actually ended up going to berkeley for a week for a uh a guitar program um doing these uh I think they call it the Berkeley Guitar Sessions. Anyway, back in like 2011, um, I I was looking at schools to go to, and um, I had never really expected myself to go to Berkeley, just because it's so expensive to to study there, um, and also it was would have been a quite a big thing uprooting myself to Boston. But I did go down there for this uh, really cool guitar session where I I took basically took classes with. Um, the instructors there and I uh, got to hang out with a bunch of other like-minded and very talented guitarists. I'm still in touch with a handful of them as well. Um, but yeah, so it, it, was, it was kind of like a focus program um, that was really quite interesting and fun for me. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to go there full time. Uh, I ended up studying furniture design uh, in Ontario, which I'm very grateful for, though, because uh, it's another one of my passions. And it's they go weirdly hand in hand. People are always surprised when they find out that I work with heavy machinery and stuff all the time because I also want to be quite delicate with my fingers as a guitar player. But uh, there's a lot, a large amount of of woodworkers in Kingston, especially that are also musicians. So there's got to be something there. Yeah, it's almost like a, a whole new community that you get to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's cool to hear that you went to that program. I actually have a couple of friends who went as well. Um, they also didn't end up going to Berkeley, but the connections they made there were really great. And that even just that one week, I do think you really are able to get to some really important technique stuff for, um, for guitar. And you're also able to, I don't know, just get to meet some really cool artists to collaborate with and also... I don't know. I think Boston's a pretty cool place. Has it? Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it was the best part for me was just being totally immersed in Boston and in that sort of music college life for a week. Uh, we stayed in, even in the, in the dorms and stuff as well. So um, it was very immersive and, you know, I, it was a cool experience. I'd recommend it to anybody who, who is thinking about going to music school and, and has Berkeley on their list. Uh, if they have the opportunity to take one of those, uh, uh, week-long sessions. It's, it's pretty cool. Unfortunately, Sean, that's all the time that we have left today for your interview, but thank you so much for joining me today. Let's give a listen to Oak Ridge Avenue's own Did I Skip a Beat? Gonna be. 
running through your teeth Or did I skip a
Hey everyone, you just listened to Plain Jane by Kingston's own indie folk artist, Julia Finnegan, who has joined me for this episode of End of the Tunnel. Welcome, Julia. Hi, Sadie. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. So the song that we all just heard, Plain Jane, when did you record that music video? It was in December of 2020, correct? Um, so Plain Jane was actually, re- I released it later, um, but it was recorded in October of 2020. Yeah, the music <laughs> video was, was uh, re- recorded in, in October, and then I released it later. Awesome. How did recording the music video in October during the pandemic impact the music video? Were there any limitations that you found? Were there any half glass full type of moments? 
Yeah. Um, so it was, it was my first official music video, which feels weird to say. Um, so it was very, the whole process was very new to me. Um, so I had teamed up with my friend Tanner Perret. Um, he's in a band called Heaps and he actually played um, the, the drums on most of the tracks on the record. Um, so he has gotten into some, into film. Um, and so I've been planning with him for, for a couple of months um, on when to do this. And we kept kind of postponing it depending on what the cases were at. Um, so it was all planned around the pandemic. That's why I'm, I, I mean, I'm the only person in the video. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really fun process um, and it helped me learn. Um, but yeah, definitely very strange. Um, and I think it would have looked a lot different in a in another um, in another time, like outside of the pandemic, it probably would be a different video entirely. Yeah, exactly. I know you released your album "Listen to the Wallflowers" during the pandemic, as well. So, did the pandemic impact your songwriting, the way you created the music? Did it impact you as an artist? Uh, yeah. So i I'd been recording. I I'd been working on this record for for a while. Um, we recorded it in parts of 2018 and, and 2019. So the whole um, production of the album took place um, before the pandemic. And then I'd been planning to release it early 2020 and I had been hoping to go on tour um, opening for for a, an artist. And anyways, that, that didn't happen obviously. And um, so then I kept kind of trying to figure out when the right time to, to um, put the album on streaming platforms and there it just kind of turned out to be never really a right time um so yeah i decided to release it in december and and uh it's been really fun but definitely definitely kind of challenging because i i mean we've i've talked to you about this before sadie but um it's just it's weird to have people kind of digesting your music and you don't really know how they're receiving it or or mm -hmm. what they think um, yeah. Yeah. So like regularly you would get feedback, um, like on your music and stuff based on like, um, your regular performances, um, whether it be, I know that you performed at Mizuki before in the mansion. So would that be like your normal way of knowing like how, what people's opinions of your song is and how well the album is doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, playing it for people is usually like the most fun mm -hmm. text of, of to, to see what, how people receive your song. Um, and I just, there's aspects of the internet that are mostly faceless unless you're doing like a live stream, but um, yeah, it's definitely a really strange experience, but it's been, it's been really great. I've been super lucky to be able to do it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And then have you been able to have like those opportunities um, as far as this album goes with like live streaming and things like that so that at least like you can still get your name out there? Yeah, I've, I've been really fortunate that people like you have have reached out to have me on. So like this opportunity alone is really great. And thank you so much for having me on. Um, and also like, um, yeah, some some other friends like my friend Sean Patterson, he's in a band called o Oak Ridge Ave, um, and he started this 
podcast called Vinyl Safari. So we talked about the the album a little bit after it was released. And then um, places like the Kingstonist, they've been really great with having me on um, for live streams and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to stay positive, but it is, uh, I mean, definitely opportunities are, are pretty limited other than online. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been, I've been super lucky. So hard, hard to be, hard to be upset sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. very fair. Yeah, I, I think like me personally, um, as someone who uh, performs music, I think I would very much struggle with not having that like live audience that you can interact with with live streaming. Um, like you can't do with live st- streaming, right? Like you can't see uh, if someone is actually listening. It's just kind of like you singing into a microphone and the abyss of technology (laughs) yeah 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 seriously so so sometimes it's kind of hard because I mean when you start a live stream I don't know if you found this but it's just it's strange kind of talking into the void and hoping that people are enjoying it but you, you don't you don't really know I mean you can see comments and stuff but sometimes it's hard to um stay in the moment and also read uh read all the comments so yeah yeah, hopefully um, with the weather getting a lot nicer right now, it's a beautiful sunny day. Hopefully with the nicer weather, uh, we can get to doing some more outdoor performances. And speaking of the weather, um, let's actually listen to Magnolia, which is on Julia's uh, Listen to the Wallflowers album. Maybe uh, think about this song next time you see a magnolia when you're walking down the street.
Wow, honestly, that is my personal favorite song of yours, Julia, and it is one of the tunes that got me hooked onto the Julia Finnegan sound. This song is actually the way I found you this past year. Oh, that's so cool, Sadie. Thanks so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so course. glad you found me. Yeah. <laughs> what was this song inspired by? Um, so have you been to the Musiki, like the back patio there? Yeah. Um, so there's this massive magnolia tree. Um, and I was just kind of writing about that. And I, <laughs> I, was, I remember I, it was a couple of years ago now, it was in the summertime and I was just, just walking home and, um, I had been listening to a lot of, uh, Jimi Hendrix and I love the song, um, the wind cries Mary. And so I was trying to fit in. Um, I, I was thinking about the Magnolia tree and thinking about that song. And um, so I just, that's where your name was on the wind kind of came from. Um, mm. I think that's kind of, I don't know, it's such a, like a weird, weird idea. So yeah. Yeah. Besides <laughs> kind of a roundabout way of talking yeah. about it. <laughs> of course. Um, and just out of curiosity, like who else, um, who else have been some of your inspirations besides Jimi Hendrix? Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think of, of uh, I mean, Sarah Harmer, I love um, just all of her references to nature and in her work, um, I think is really beautiful. And um, so I, I've grown up listening to her music. I've been listening to a lot of Phoebe Bridgers, especially throughout the pandemic. Punisher has been oh. kind of getting me through. Yes, uh, I love her too. <laughs> she's super cool. So I listened to a lot of that with um, my friend who produced the record, Jonas. Uh, we listened to to her a lot when we were making this album. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm trying to, I'm blanking on, on names. I'm going to be kicking myself that I didn't think of people, but I, li- I listened to a lot of Raylan Baxter too. I love, I love his stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so with that in mind, how can people support you as an artist and find you online during COVID? Yeah, so um, I'm working on producing some some vinyl, um, but in the meantime, you can find my my stuff on um, most streaming platforms, I'd say. Uh, so Apple Music, it's on Spotify, um, it's on Google Play, I think. Um, so wherever you like to stream your music, uh, if you just search Julia Finnegan, you can find me there. I also post um, on Instagram different like musical updates. So, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Julia. I really appreciate all the time uh, that you have dedicated to this. And let's listen to the name of the album. Listen to the Wallflowers. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Of course.
Thank you all so, so much for listening to my show today and the tunnel, hoping that Kingston's art community can have a brighter light on its way. And so we actually have a local band, Future Free, that has a new album out. So our last two outro songs are going to be two songs off of their new album. Enjoy.
Nothing happened. 